As a single professional, I had debt and no savings after my divorce. I always wonder how I can start investing in real estate to secure my future. I studied programs that gave me all the benefits of investing in real estate. Some claim I could start with no money, but I could not find one that gave me the practical, actionable steps I needed. As a wealth advisor, I've met people that own real estate, but weren't ahead financially. They were rich, but they weren't wealthy. Then I finally realized that there was one vital component missing that makes someone become wealthy or not. And on the show, I will reveal what I found and give you the step-by-step -step actions to start investing in real estate and increase your wealth. My name is Araceli. Let's get started. So we all want to be successful in all our projects, but depending on the type of uh, real estate investing that you're doing, sometimes we're going to be running into trouble into problems or challenges that we need to solve along the way. Uh, each one of the projects is always different, so that is actually one of the things that really inspired me to become an investor because I like things that are different. That is exactly what I like. Some people like to do things, you know, the same way all the time. I am not one of them, and I'm sure if you are a real estate investor, you probably have some similar personality that you like to have some different things to do every single day. But how can you ensure that the project is successful? There is really not a really specific rule about what to do, but I'm going to talk today about some of the things that you can do that it can increase the probability of your project being a success. The number one thing that you can do to make sure that your project is successful is that you review the progress consistently. Number two is set time limits. At the beginning of the project, you're going to have an estimated time and you want to be keeping your general contractor responsible for that timeline. And number three is to meet frequently. So let's get into the details of it. So review the progress against the project plan. So if you know that um, the electrical, or let's just get right to the beginning, if the demolition needs to be done by a certain date because you have a crew coming in, then if for some reason you can't find somebody, let's say the truck didn't deliver um, the bin. So now what to do? Now you have all this garbage outside and now you're gonna have another contractor coming in. You need to act quick. You need to figure out a way to get that out of the way maybe call the following contractor and tell them to wait another day before they can come in. So there's a lot of things to juggle, but you have to continuously look at what is happening because rarely things happen when you say they're gonna happen. So try to play and have a roadmap for you to have different milestones to check the progress of the project. And that is against what you have planned for. 
Set time limits. There is no better way to make sure things get done on time than setting achievable timeframes against specific project tasks. And a study at MIT showed that students will actually work more efficiently when large when a large piece of work is broken into smaller tasks with set milestones. You need to make sure that whoever you assign each task to has the skill set and capacity to complete it on time. Setting unrealistic time limits may place undue stress on project resources, resulting in poor quality of work and team member burnout. We went through how to set goals and you have to apply that as well here when you are planning your project. Make sure that everybody understands and that you understand the time frame that is required to complete a job. So the task needs to be realistic so you give enough time to people. However, you don't want to give them unlimited time because that's exactly what happens. They will take their time and they will do it whenever it, it is. You, you kind of have to put a little bit of urgency on their particular task. So meet frequently. If you are having the project manager role, that means you don't have a general contractor, then it is critical that you meet with all your contractors and ensure that they have all the tools they need, the material they need to complete their job. Some contractors, they won't tell you, they just won't show up and you don't know what is happening. So you need to understand that maybe they did not have the material. Maybe they had somebody that was sick and then you have to go there and chase us. There you have it. So now you have some of the things that you could do to really increase the probability of getting success in your project. And by success, I mean getting it done in the most efficient manner and the quickest possible way. So remember that you have to review the plan against what is really happening. Set the time limits for all your contractors or your general contractor and meet frequently with them. Go and see the property as much as you can. And remember, if you're doing this remotely, you can also have someone taking care of these at the location. That is the ideal way to do it when you're doing it remotely. And remember that this is only a guideline. If you require more assistance, please let me know. And if you'd like to learn more about how to start in real estate investing, check out the notes. There's a masterclass that I hold on Wednesday nights. So we'll see you at the next one. Thank you for being here on the show. Please remember to subscribe and hit the notification bell to get notified when there are more shows available. And if you would like to have more information on how to start investing in real estate, please visit my website at www.arisalihernandez.com. Thank you.